0: Welcome to the Dear Rochester Retire Well podcast with David Pulsini from Six Point Financial Partners. In this podcast, find your path towards a brighter financial future with David as your guide, as he helps individuals, educators, and healthcare professionals explore ways they can build wealth while minimizing risk using a multifaceted, comprehensive approach to personal finance. Are you ready to take the first step towards a brighter financial tomorrow? Let's get started.
1: All right, folks, welcome back. If you are retiring in 2023, this one's for you. We are going to finish off 2022 with six points, obviously, to consider if you are retiring in 2023 and most likely future years as well. But let's not get too far ahead of ourselves Uh, to help us get into this. I have one of our own, a fantastic CFP, a wonderful advisor. Joe Prestigiacomo is with us today. Joe, how are you? I'm great, Dave. How are you? Good. I, I have a quick question, Joe. I know your attention span and I know uh-huh. how you operate. How did you pass the CFP?
2: Um, well, I only had two kids at the time, so it was a lot easier. You know, I didn't have four. So I was able to focus, you know? Yeah. So sit there and, you know, study for hours at a time. Honestly, I had no idea. I think I was just driven. Just get it
1: out of the way and just say, I did it. Get it out of the way. (laughs) That's why you did it, right, Joe? All right. All right. I'll leave you alone about that. But um, Joe, I'll take the first point and then we'll trade back and forth until uh, the, the folks can't take it anymore. But the first point to consider if you were retiring in 2023, I think is this, and this does apply for every year, but a lot of folks don't really, really drill down into it. And it's the same thing I've said over and over and over again, as far as retirement income planning, and it's how much money do we need every month? Where is it going to come from? And then I can even add in a third point here, which we will probably get into in the other points, but what's your plan for social security, your pension? Are you going to be earning an income? So where will that money come from? How much can you take out of your current investments and never run out of money? When is the absolute best time to take social security? Are you 100% confident in your investment strategy? Are you paying too much in taxes? Why? If something were to happen to you today, what would they find? If you are doubting any of this and would like a second opinion or to review these items, along with many more, feel free to reach out to us. You can visit us at www.6pointfp.com or email us at info at 6.fp.com. Back to the show. And I'll give an example of somebody that I talked with this week, an awesome client of ours. And they're a married couple that they were very nervous about retiring. Okay, so they are retiring next year. They have to. Their job was actually outsourced. They need six thousand five hundred dollars every month to continue to doing to continue doing what they do now. Right. So I'm going to skip the potential debts and all of that stuff. Let's just say we need six thousand five hundred dollars a month. And actually, side note, folks, here's one thing that I find a lot people that need six thousand five hundred dollars per month will say something like this. My pension is 3500 of that or our social security is 4000 of that most of the time that is not true. Why? Because we don't pay our bills with pre-tax money, right? So when we're looking at what we need every month, the $6500 is an after-tax number that we need to come up with. So if your pension is $3500, that's typically before taxes. So depending on your tax bracket, that might actually be $2,800 or some number that's lower because you have to pay taxes on the $3,500. Just remember that that something we need to consider. So back to the people that I work with, they need $6,500 a month. $2,300 of it will come from a pension after taxes. Between both, they will receive $3,900 from Social Security. So we did a full analysis of their benefits and we made sure to put them in the best place to maximize what they can get, right? And another side note here. This is nearly impossible to do. And I, I think I'm going to start saying this, Joe. If, if you can tell me the exact date you will pass away, I can calculate this perfectly. Um, but if you can't, <laughs> which I don't think you can, uh, we'll do our best with our known factors, right? So anyway, these two benefits, $2,300 3900 gives us a total of $6,200. Our shortfall is $300 a month for these folks. That's it. And they're, they're going to work part-time. Okay. So they also have about a million dollars in retirement assets in their investment accounts. So we can safely assume this is almost separate that they could take around $3,000 per month or more from these investments and never run out of money. So my point with all of these numbers, sorry to throw this at you so soon is first, we need to figure out how much they need 6,500. Then we figured out where it will come from. They started the meeting very nervous about retirement and left like on their way to happy hour. <laughs> so I, I'm going to steal something directly from an awesome guy in our industry, Duncan McPherson. These clients were the perfect people to say one of his sayings, and, and it's this, we help these clients look to the future with anticipation rather than apprehension by putting together the pieces of the retirement puzzle. And we figured out what they needed. Where's it going to come from? Simple retirement meeting obviously it gets more complex, but that was point number one, Joe. Give us point number two and give, give me something more concrete. That's a little more uh, like putting the pieces together. Give us something concrete that is specific to this time period if you can. I think that's a softball for you. Take it away, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so
2: let's talk about what I think is going to be the 2022 word of the year. Doesn't Webster's Dictionary always have like the word of the year, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be inflation. It's got to be, right? because <laughs> I, I, I don't think you could put on... I mean, even like Nick Jr. and watching Blue's Clues, the commercials that come on, talk about inflation. I'm just kidding. but um, So inflation, um, that is something that can affect what you need every year or how much you need every year. So inflation, real quick, is just the general increase in prices or the decrease. Could be, possibly, but Deflation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, deflation. Exactly. <laughs> um and the purchasing power of your money. So over the past ten years, you know, we'll go back ten years, we've had one point seven, one point five, point eight percent, point seven percent, two point one percent, then we had two point one percent again, uh one point nine, two point three, one point four seven, and seven point seven. So yeah. if someone retired, we'll use your example Dave, right? The $6500. That person retired 10 years ago and they needed $6500. Yep. You know, they probably need another 4 to $500 a month now, roughly, right? Just based on the numbers that we've had. So think about the difference too. Someone retired 10 years ago is a 1.7% increase.
1: Yep.
2: In, you know, the cost of goods, of what they needed. Someone who retired last year or even two years ago, they have a 7% increase one full year into retirement. Now they're looking at another 7 to 10% increase. I mean, that person is definitely getting hit pretty good. So that's another factor we have to consider when we do meet with people and do go through this. But you know, inflation is definitely one of those, I guess we'll say it, it's, it was unspoken or not really discussed as... Yeah. As much you know, years ago, but over the past what twelve to eighteen months, I mean that's definitely been a big topic for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, I know. I know when we were doing our financial planning software, so I, I've been doing this for twenty years. It, it was up a little bit, and then it was back down. And and we would plug in like three percent inflation for folks, and and people would say that's way too high. Isn't that interesting? So that actually for a different topic, but goes to planning for the long term. Let's go with the averages, right? So great point, Joe. Inflation inflation was an easy one. Let's let's go. How'd you calculate that so fast, by the way? Like, what are you are You sitting there I have my CFP. Uh, yeah. you know? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> all right. So listen, the third thing to consider if you're retiring in 2023 is this. To counteract a little bit of, of what Joe just said, Social Security will see the largest cost of living adjustment since 1981. And if you were around in 1981, you remember the interest rates and the inflation and all that. That is why there's going to be an increase. But since Joe now read his 10 years, I better read off the last 10 years of social security increases. And you can see a direct correlation, right? And I'll go a little bit faster, but it was 1.7, 1.5, 1.7, zero. If you folks remember the 0% cost of living, people were upset. 0.3, and then 2, then 2.8, 1.6, 1.3. And then last year, 5.9. And this year, 8.7. You're going to get an 8.7% raise on your social security. So my folks that were getting the $4,000 from social security, in my example, Joe, I know you said they need around $400 more per month. They're going to see an increase of around 350 bucks in their social security payments every month. That's a big deal. So when we were going through the numbers, this is a huge consideration uh, for us as far as cost of living adjustments, social security adjustments, and, and I'll leave that part there. But the social security increase is definitely something to consider. And even if you are not retiring, this does affect you. So if you're 55 and you're saying, I want that increase, you know what? You're actually getting it. You just won't see it until your next social security statement or until you log on to SSA.gov and look at your stuff, which any advisor can help you with. So. Um, I'll leave the social security there. Uh, we could get into that for hours. We have different episodes just fully dedicated to social security. But Joe, what is the fourth thing that people need to be aware of if they are retiring in 2023? Yeah, this point is for everybody
2: who's retiring on pretty much any other day but January 1st this year. <laughs> this is the increases in what you can save into your retirement plan. So for example in 2022 if you had a 401k 403b or 457 plan you could stash away 20,500. This year it's $2,000 more so you could put away well I'm sorry this upcoming year is 22,500. So if you are someone who is not handing in your keys on January 1st to your office or your building whatever it may be, you know for people who are retiring mid-year, or even towards the end of the year, you can definitely increase what you're saving. Now, typically a lot of people who retire, they're they're definitely over the age of 50. Um, So if you are over the age of 50, there is what's called a catch-up. So everybody's over the age of 50 years old can put away another $7,500 if you have a 401k, 403b, or 457 plan. That brings it up to $30,000
0: a quick interruption.
2: Six Point Financial Partners is taking on new clients. If you would like to take the next step in planning your future with Dave or the Six Point team, please visit them at www.sixpointfp.com to schedule a time or reach out via LinkedIn, Facebook, or simply find us on the internet by searching Six Point Financial Partners. Okay, back to the show. That's a lot of money to put away and just you know just reduce your taxable if you want to do it all pre-tax that's a lot to reduce your taxable income by for those who do not have an employer sponsored plan you know the IRA or Roth IRA limit you know it's up 500 bucks you know going into next year so instead of $6000 you can put 6500 away um and if you're over the age of 50 you can throw in another $1000 but back to that point before $30,000 it's a lot. So when we do work with clients who are going to retire mid-year or towards the end of the year, how do we get that crammed in by, you know, July or by November, yep. whatever it is, you know, you start planning for that now to see what that is going to do to your
1: take home pay. Yeah. And you don't want to miss a paycheck. If you're trying to max that Correct. out and you can't. Depending on your income, right? Uh, you don't want to miss any paychecks with that. So that is definitely something to plan for now, and it gives us tax flexibility and other things that we'll save again for another episode. But that's a good point, Joe. The the actually keep going, Joe. Go with uh, the fifth thing, and then I'll bring it home with number six, and then we'll call it a day. Okay. Number five. This is probably the.
2: I guess this this may be up there with inflation, right? Healthcare. I would oh, yeah. say you know a lot of people are concerned about you know can I carry my work benefits am I allowed to stay on the plan when I retire do I have to get on Medicare you know there's a lot of different factors that go into that typically what we see is everyone or majority of people who are 65 will get on Medicare and I actually think this may be the first year where the Medicare premium doesn't increase with Social Security right because that, you That's usually right. everyone's like oh I get an increase of X for Social Security I'll get more money but somehow that medicare premium is right there with that increase and takes that raise right away right yep so it's actually is it decreasing this year is it going down a little bit it, it, it,
1: it, it, it's like 4 or 5 bucks for the base plan it is decreasing yeah that's unheard of yep that's yep. the last time the government actually decreased something that we pay for <laughs> well joe why do you know why that happened no Call me Dave. Yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> okay. The, well, I think COVID treatments have decreased. That's yep. a fact. Also, Medicare agreed to cover an Alzheimer's drug for everybody that was eligible. And it was like $56,000 or something like that for anybody. They were covering the full cost. And I think halfway through the year, and don't quote me on this, but I think it's something it, they basically said, "I'm we're not sure this is going to work anymore. We're going to use just a small sample of people that are in uh, testing, and we're not going to pay the $56,000 for everybody anymore. But that's actually a great example of when one policy is made, how much it can actually cost everybody, right? So you get rid of that one drug, and I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying you get rid of that one thing. Everybody's cost is actually going down because of that. So I think those two factors, I'm sure there are other factors as well, but those two alone have... Helped to decrease a little bit in the face of everything else increasing like crazy. Yeah, yeah. True. But but real quick on that point, I think we kind of skipped this. I don't know about you, but I have a
2: you know, I've had clients who retire at 59, 60, 61, right? So you, so you have that gap. And everybody always wonders if you don't have a spouse whose plan you can jump onto for a few years, what do you do? Most likely you're you're going to have to go to the exchange. And the exchange is it's okay you know, it's not the greatest thing. It's not the worst thing, but, you know, we're talking about what could be thousands of dollars per year in just healthcare premiums. And the other thing we have to account for is, you know, what's the out-of-pocket? What's the deductible? You know, so not just the premium, but all the other costs associated with that. So we definitely want to plan on that increased expense where you are maybe paying 200 bucks for your employer plan, for example. Now you're going to go to the exchange and all of a sudden it's, you know, $400 a month, it's double and mm-hmm. the deductible is, you know, higher. So what does that mean for you? What do we have yeah. to do for that? So th- those, there's a lot of factors that go
1: into that, but yeah, that's at, that gap right there that we have to plan for too. Well, yeah, in, in a number of years, and I, I mean, I have, I have folks that pay $1,500 a month and people hear these scary stories and they say, well, what are we going to do? Well, first you do the research, right? You meet with somebody that knows what they're doing. We research it. We say, hey, this is comparable to what you're doing now. It's going to cost you $700 a month, or it's going to cost you $1,500 a month. Let's plan for that. And then we have those gap years. And it's very common. And and most folks are very aware of it. I think the healthcare is the number one most Googled search for people that are retiring is like, what am I going to do for healthcare? So that's a good one, Joe. Thanks. So let's get into the sixth thing. And the sixth thing that, People retiring in 2023, they need to consider, and I have a good one here, and it's different from the rest. And how about this, Joe? It has nothing to do with numbers or minimizing taxes, which we actually didn't even touch on today. We didn't even talk about taxes and retirement planning. Shame on us. We'll we'll get into that next time. (laughs) But but what I want to talk about number six is is this, because it's not talked about a lot. and It's the emotional and mental shift that needs to take place in retirement. And I've worked with hundreds of you that are retired or want to retire at some point, hundreds, probably thousands that I've met with um, through our team and other, my, my years, right? But I cannot tell you how many times within a few months of retiring, I hear something like this, Dave, I am so bored and I'll get that. <laughs> the list of projects at home is either done or more commonly what I hear is I got more done on my house while I was working full time. And I think that just happens because we put it off for another day because hey, tomorrow's the same as today. So uh, or they'll say something like, My grandkids aren't as busy as I thought, or my spouse is driving me crazy, Joe. <laughs> I hear it all the time. And what by the way, one of my most favorite bumper stickers of all time says this retirement, half the money, twice the husband. I love it. I might get that for all of our retired clients, so (laughs) at least the ladies, right? So, uh, (laughs) but but it's true. And another, people don't talk about this a lot, but I'm telling you as an advisor because I've done it so much, I can see it or feel it. And people sometimes lose their identity, and especially if they're successful folks that have poured their lives or their career into their career, you'll go from I'll just use me to to avoid any issues. I'll go from Dave the leader or Dave the president or whatever, Dave, the nurse, Dave, the principal to just Dave. <laughs> so, and again, after long careers that you have poured your life into, it can sometimes come to an abrupt end. And in most cases, you can't just jump back into it. If you sell your company or you you make agreements with other folks or you leave and someone steps into your role, you typically cannot just go get it back. Right? So just be prepared for this. In fact, yeah, Joe, I'm going to have an emotional coach. On our on as our next guest to go over this in more detail because I think it's a big deal and it's mm-hmm. becoming more and more of a big deal. But on the other side, folks, it it does happen where people and you, people are going to laugh at this. You are very ready and very willing to leave and be done. <laughs> so people are oh, yeah. there are folks that are ready, but I just want to warn you on the other side. In many cases, it's not always there where you can let it go that easily. But on the again on the other side, it's not it's not always tough for to, people to move on either. So. Joe, that's our top six for right now. We could do this all day. But uh, if you remember, give us a quick summary of the six things that we just went over.
2: If I <laughs> Test I Joe's CFP knowledge,
1: yeah. Oh, let's see. Can I get them all? I think I can.
2: So, right. number one, we talked about how much you need and where will it come from. Uh, number two, the 2022 word of the year, inflation and the impacts on it. Yep. I'm telling you, that's mark this down. When that does come out as the word <laughs> of the year, I'll remember I this, it. Joe. All right. All right. Number three, social security increases. Four were the increases in retirement contributions. Uh, number five was healthcare, or as you said, the most Googled term for people heading into retirement. And number six, the emotional side of retirement.
1: I think I got them all right. There it is. You nailed it, Joe. Folks, make it a great day.
0: Thank you for listening to the Dear Rochester Retire Well podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Six Point Financial Partners. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.
3: Content here is for illustrative and educational purposes only. It is not legal, tax, or individualized financial advice, nor is it a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold any specific security or engage in any specific trading strategy. Results will vary. Past performance is no indication of future results or success. Market conditions change continuously. This commentary reflects the personal opinions, viewpoints, and analysis of Six Point Financial Partners. It does not necessarily represent those of RFG advisory, private client services, their clients, or their employees. This commentary should not be regarded as a description of advisory services provided by Six Point Financial Partners or RFG advisory, or performance returns of any client. The views reflected in the commentary are subject to change at any time without notice. Securities offered by Registered Representatives of Private Client Services, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered by Investment Advisory Representatives of RFG Advisory, a registered investment advisor. Private Client Services, Six Point Financial Partners, and RFG Advisory are unaffiliated entities.